Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. What's up, bar folks? It's your boy, Dwayne. And before we get into this fabulous Bar Network episode, I wanted to tell you about an exciting announcement, thebargear.com. That's right. We have our own online store. Get your shirts, get your t-shirts, get your mugs and socks, get everything barred out, man. Take pictures, share it, post it, tell a friend, go to thebargear.com to get your gear today and enjoy the show. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs. And every person we meet is where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the modern. The Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your headphones, through your speakers, your favorite podcast where we are Biblical and Reformed. And like I start every show, I like to give a big shout out to the listeners. Thank you guys for just being awesome. You guys make this fun. You make this what it is, man. Big shout out to you guys. Keep sharing, keep liking, keep posting, keep commenting, and we'll keep giving you good quality content. And also, like I do every Tuesday, is I bring you an awesome guest, uh, this guest is all the way, uh, well, I'll let her introduce where she's from, but i like to bring to the <laughs> microphone none other than Miss Summer. How are you, ma'am? I am excellent. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited about this. This has been like a long time coming. It definitely has. It definitely has. <laughs> um, a lot of uh, uh, patiently waiting messages sitting in your Twitter <laughs> inbox, just waiting to be open. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am notorious for being bad at that, but for some reason, this was when God was going to have me on your podcast. So exactly. whatever, I'm here. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So like I like to do with all my guests, some I like to give them the floor to introduce themselves. Anything you want to share, whether it's personal or professional, I'm going to give you the floor to introduce yourself to my listeners. Okay. Well, so I'm Summer Yeager, like you already said, and I have a podcast 
with my best good friend, Joy, and she works for Apologia Studios, and she's been podcasting for, I mean, like, since before podcasting was a thing. I think she started on the radio, Mm. (laughs) Um, and um, I grew up kind of in a little podcast world. I guess you could say my dad kind of kicked off um, (laughs) podcasting in a way. He's, like, at episode, I don't even know, 6,000 now of his show, The Dividing Line, so I've been around it for a while, and um, so it was just kind of weird how our thing started, because one day we were just, my friend Joy and I were hanging out with the former producer of Apologia Studios, and I guess we he was just laughing, listening to us, and he was like, you know, I think you guys should start a podcast, and we thought that would be fun, and now we are, or uh, we just released our 101st episode this week we hit a million downloads I mean a couple months back and it has just been crazy it's just been like neither one of us saw this coming but we just feel really blessed and we have um, I would say we have just a passion for helping women in particular think through issues biblically and scripturally and a lot of times that means counterculturally mm-hmm. and we enjoy doing that we also you know our biggest complaints is that we laugh too much but we're very <laughs> unapologetic about that um so that's what we do and we release our episode every um every monday and you can listen to it on itunes or at our website or i don't know wherever you listen to your stuff Right, right. Probably the same place you listen to this show. So make sure you check them out. That's right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, right. I did. I never realized the similarities between what you guys do are doing and what one of our uh, shows on our network. Just thinking with Daryl, there's a lot of similarities there. Um, yeah. You know, biblical perspective on cultural issues. Um, yeah. And so the the big difference is Daryl and Virgil have never met face to face. I know. I, and I listen, I listen to that show. Um, and I love, I love what, what they're doing. And it is funny because they always, they almost always start with a discussion of like, what's the weather where you're like, where you're at. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. That, that is always awesome. I love those guys. So let's talk about this. Um, you know, I know, uh summer you know she elosions you know dr white's daughter but i i want to get into some of the nitty-gritty because i know you say you you do uh you know you're stay-at-home mom or i think that's what you said um yes that is the case okay awesome so i want this show to i want you to kind of talk to the ladies that are stay-at-home moms and my first question is uh how do you uh respond to people that try to uh, diminish or downplay that role. I will never do that. Lord knows my wife uh, sure. wants to be a stay-at-home mom, but I know you run into that. How do you kind of respond to that? So this takes a lot of different angles and it takes yeah, a sure. lot of different it, um, things that you need to study. And I would say one thing that Joy and I are really working on right now and you know, in our episode that we posted this week, we were talking about God's standards and our episodes that we're posting next week, we're, we're actually trying to answer the question, like, what is so great about being a woman? And mm-hmm. I think that both episodes are actually more closely related than you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of, we got popular originally when we started talking about feminism, because we are 
very anti basically everything that feminism stands for. And the reason that that is, is that we would say that as a Christian, you don't need the world standards to believe that you are um, valuable in God's sight. So the fact mm-hmm. that we are made in the image of God means that we are of equal worth and value to men. And feminism doesn't have that standard. And feminism distorts what that means because they don't, they're not rooted in the image of God. And ultimately, if you're not rooted in your value being in the image of God, all kinds of horrible things happen. So if you look through all, all history, um, any time that uh, any people group has been massively demeaned, so we're talking about Nazi Germany, we're talking about the slavery we saw in the in the 17th and 18th centuries, and well, even prior to that, we're talking about abortion. In all of these areas where these people groups have been demeaned, they've been demeaned based on the idea that they were less than, that they were less than human. Uh, and so if you want to demean someone, you always have to attack their humanity. But the thing is, is that the world doesn't have a standard by which to tell you that you have worth and value outside of what you feel or what you think or what you bring to the table. So our argument is, if you're not rooting your worth and your value in scripture, you're going to have to trade that for some other standard that's actually going to end up making you less than And so we have to start with that basis. I think a lot of times when we want to talk about like, well, stay-at-home moms are valuable and women are valuable. Well, but but why is that? And it's because of how, it's because of what God says about who we are um, and what he designed us for and what he purposed us for. And so that really is the foundation. And from there, you you need to understand all kinds of different things. I would say going back to, to Genesis is really important. Um, when you look at uh, one of God's purposes for all of mankind, it was that we should work. And that wasn't a mandate that was only given to Adam. And when Adam couldn't fulfill his work or do his work um, in, in what God had told him to do, God didn't bring him another man to do more real work. God brought him a woman. Up, and man. so the creation, <laughs> right? <laughs> like if God had wanted... I mean, if God had wanted a race of all men to work, he could have figured that out. Yeah. But that's not, that's not what he did. So he made Eve to come alongside Adam. And it wasn't so that Adam needed something pretty to look at because there were already all kinds of pretty things in the garden. Um, Adam needed someone to work with him in fulfilling the creation mandate. And he couldn't do that work alone. And we know that Eve got her hands dirty in the garden and she didn't have some kind of Victorian facing couch. And I think this seems like a really obvious thing to say. Mm. um, But when we fail to see feminine work as work, I would say that we are rebelling against what God says about women. Wow. So I have just been, I could keep going and I, I, I love it. I love it. Turn. No, it's, that's <laughs> awesome. No, that's, that's awesome. That, that, that is so good. I'm I'm glad you, uh, look, I was brought ready to keep late. Go keep going, keep going. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I come from the black Baptist, you know, you say I'm about to finish, but you got about two more hours left, you know? It's true. No, that's yeah. very true. Yeah, I, I know all about that. 
And look, I, and then I, I know your pops. He can talk too, so I know you. you had yes, to he can. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely passed that on to me. But yeah, uh... good stuff. <laughs> you know, one thing I love about uh, Sheologian, and I think it, it probably also um, speaks to you know the, the success you guys are seeing, um, is uh, you guys are kind of filling a void in the podcast world um, where. You know, a lot there. I mean, there are some women podcasts. I do know that. I'm aware of that. But mm-hmm. the, the style and the the flavor that you guys bring um, is, is very uh, refreshing. Um, it's enjoyable, mm-hmm. and um, and and like I said, I, I love anything about that. So let's flip back to the podcast. What has been <laughs> okay? Uh, uh, some of your uh, I guess some of the feedback you've gotten because I'm sure because women. One thing I know about women, they will write you and they will write reviews. Yes. <laughs> yes, they will. Yes, they will. That is not a joke. Yeah, um, yeah. So talk, you know, talk, talk about that. I really think that uh, we we didn't know that we would be filling a void, but essentially one of our basic presuppositions going into uh, being females that are reformed Christians that are podcasting is that um, there seems to be this kind of weird feeling in the broader evangelical spectrum that women need, um, <clears throat> they need flowers and they need, uh, all kinds of like soothing music and they need, it's, it's like almost like we're trying to supply women with like a salon feel, uh, when we give them entertainment. I mean, if you just look at like the kinds of things in the Christian world that are marketed towards women, uh, it's really bad. Like we just, we don't like any of it. Like none of it feels like it's for me because at the end of the day, I am here to do a job that is really, really hard. Mm. Like I, you know, this morning I was supposed to wake up and post my episode because we, uh, we post our episodes at the beginning of the week. And the fact of the matter is I didn't get around doing it until noon because I had um, a dog that decided to go to the bathroom inside. I had Mm -hmm. a son that decided to pour cereal on the floor. Mm -hmm. I had all kinds of weird smells I needed to get out of the house. I had a two-year-old throwing a tantrum. And all of those things were, I mean, way more urgent to me as much as I love my show and it is my job. Mm -hmm. They're way more urgent and I prioritize them higher. So, but the the reality is, is that by noon, when I was, I need, I was needing to sit down and work some more, I hadn't eaten, I hadn't gotten out of my pajamas, I hadn't <laughs> given a single thought to, like, my own self at this point. Um, the work that I'm doing in my home is hard, and mm-hmm. it is exhausting, and a flowery emotional message isn't going to give me what I need to serve my children and, and do the work that I need to do because the work that I need to do is satisfying, but it's really, really hard. And so a lot of times I think Christian media, the way that they market to women actually is a feminist idea, essentially that women aren't really cut out for work women aren't you know we need this and that we need this kind of emotional thing and that's what we gravitate to but i really think when you see i think women are hungry mm-hmm. i think that the uh the the most of the christian books that are being put out and the christian podcasts that are put out are keeping women hungry because they're not willing to say the hard thing mm-hmm. you know one of our most popular episodes 
was about how you're already too much into yourself. Like your problem isn't insecurity and your problem isn't self-esteem. Your problem is that you are self-obsessed. And we had more women who wrote into us to say, thank you, I needed to hear this, than like you would believe. And it's not that we're trying to be rude or harsh or critical, but the fact of the matter is, is that the Bible tells us a certain thing about ourselves. And that is we are completely turned inward, that we are lovers of self, that we care for ourselves. And the end of that road, the end of the road of self-obsession, because we are totally depraved, is depression. And the world tells us, no, 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 like if you're depressed and have anxiety and all of these things, it's because you need to practice more self-care and you need to do, you need to feel better about yourself. But that's really not the answer. The answer is to turn from yourself and your sin and your failings to God, to face him, to cast your cares upon him, to focus on him and his goodness and to shirk off that self-obsession. And that, I think, is the message that women need because it is countercultural, but it's not, I'm not really sure that it's what we're getting. We're getting these, um, we're so obsessed with ourselves and entertaining ourselves and our feelings and our emotions, and women are really given to that very easily. And so I think the fact that Joy and I, because we can say firsthand, like, I am a woman and I have struggled with depression and anxiety, and I know what that's like, and, and here's the biblical answer for it, like, I think a lot of you know, we don't have large overhead. We're our own little thing and we can do whatever we want. And we're not hoping that we're going to, you know, sell this many books or get this many advertisers. Like we are just trying to be faithful. And so we can say the scary thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, that might not be popular. But I think that when you're really speaking to Christians, when you give them this biblical truth, um, and you can do it in a, a way that is both intense but loving. I think people really want that, and I think we don't give women enough credit. I think that if you are a woman who loves Jesus, you want to hear what Scripture has to say, even if it's a hard thing. Right. And so I think that like because we aren't afraid to say that hard thing that might not be popular, and sometimes it's not popular. I can also show you my inbox there. But um, I think ultimately our desire is to be to be faithful and give God the results. Um, And so, you know, that's another reason why why next week we're going to be talking about, like, what is so great about being a woman? And we're going to confront issues of submission. And and the thing is, is that submission is a dirty word in society and it's Mm -hmm. becoming a dirty word inside of evangelicalism and then you even have conservative evangelicals who are trying to change the meaning of it but it's like if you dig into first corinthians 11 and you see that your submission to your husband makes you like look like christ and his submission to the father and if you understand the trinity you understand that christ's submission to the father didn't make him less than you are going to be so encouraged by that and so Mm -hmm. scripture gives you what you need to see the beauty in your role and your job and how to fulfill it. And I just love, I love thinking through these things on my own, but I love like helping other people think about them too. Nice. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Wow. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. So um, let me do this. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna ask this question before I break. Uh, why not? Uh, I really enjoy uh, when you were doing the, I guess maybe at the rallies or some kind of feminist rallies and you got the microphone Uh 
Those are always the women's marts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So with with that experience, because I know I know there was a lot of feedback on that. So how was it like to actually be there and doing that? Because it looked like you kind of had some fun. And then, you know, some conversations were a little bit, you know, left or whatever. But how how was that? Yeah. Yeah. So we went out to the Women's March um, last year to just interview people out there. And, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is that the, the video which is on the Sheologians page, it has well over a million views at this point. And it's like a three minute video, I think. But we were out there for four and a half, five hours. Mm. Um, and so I had a lot of conversations that day. Um, and I am I am super familiar with being out and talking to people because my dad's been taking me out to the Mormon temple mm. to talk to Mormons since I was like eight years old. And so that, that situation isn't that different to me. I think mm-hmm. what... Um, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that uh, when you go out and you have those tough conversations that you can always bring it back to the gospel. And so the point of the video was to expose the foolishness of these people's arguments. But the great thing in in actually me being out there was that I got to share the gospel with people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think a lot of people kind of miss that piece. But if you're not out there willing to have these tough conversations, then you're going to miss like the preciousness of telling someone the gospel. Now, honestly, there were, there was at least one guy where I really thought I was about to take like a punch to the face for the Mm. Lord because he couldn't handle what I was saying. Um, You know, when you confront, you know, I confronted a pregnant lady who Mm. was there supporting, you know, she was pro-choice and she was about, I mean, she was like nine months pregnant Mm. and I, it was the first time that someone had made her think through the fact that she was saying that at this stage in her pregnancy where she'd named her baby and she was about to give birth, that she should be able to kill that child. Um, And so I think we as Christians need to be ready to have those conversations because I could tell that when I was speaking to her, she had never really thought about the fact Mm -hmm. that what she was supporting was her own right to kill her baby when Mm -hmm. she was nine months pregnant. Um, And so that was really interesting and it was really difficult, but it was totally worth it. Right, right. Wow. Yeah, that's that is awesome. Yeah, I, I really enjoy uh, watching that video. I think I watched it a few times. I might have even shared it. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty it was cool. Fun. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So right here, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? I'm John. And I am Joe. And we are the hosts of the Pastor Discussions podcast. And we like to call it your weekly conversation on doctrine, faith, and the Christian life. Because that's exactly what it is. And because you're listening to this commercial, you have already found some bar podcasts, and we are part of the Bar Podcast Network. And new episodes of our shows drop every Monday, so we invite you to check them out. We're just a couple of rural pastors that sit down and have discussions about different topics and work through things together. And we want you to come join us in the discussion. You can find out more by visiting pastordiscussions.com or subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes. It's <laughs> good. Um, I can I can edit this. <laughs> I can edit this. All right, we're back in here uh, with my sister, Miss Summer. Uh, daughter of the great white <laughs> that just came to me Dr. James White uh, 
good stuff, man. So we, we've had a lot of fun. And what I like to do on the backside summer, um, because we're almost done. We don't run long like you uh you people over there at the Sheologians <laughs> yeah. and Apologia. Very long winded. Four hour <laughs> shows. We 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 just give people teasers so that uh they'll look you up but uh what i like to do on the back end is ask the bar signature questions i have three questions i ask all of my guests and uh, okay. these are different kind of questions and uh if you had probably never been asked this on the podcast but if you have it's all good because uh <laughs> I, I i that was my claim to fame uh until last week uh-huh. i interviewed uh rosario butterfield and she was like oh somebody asked me this before i was like uh went out my bubble <laughs> <laughs> no one will shut. No one. No one has the ability to shut you down faster than Rosaria. I'm telling her. you, golly, she steps <laughs> on your toes, and you you like it. You like, and Ouch. you want, yeah. You're like, yes, yeah, step on my other toes, right? Like. Give me more. <laughs> yes, yes. That is awesome. Yeah, I I interviewed her last week. It was so awesome. So good stuff. All right, back to the signature bar questions. First signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, I listen to it all. I used to swing dance. I love country music. I love blues. I love rock. I love indie. I love weird. I have a weird collection. Like I was driving, I was on a long drive the other week and I realized that like my playlist went from like some really bad 90s country to like beautiful eulogy (laughs) to like some hymns to like the white stripes. Like it was just I am a I'm a complete weirdo, so I can't really answer that. My answer would be I like it if it's good, and I'm into some really weird stuff. Nice, that's <laughs> perfect answer. Perfect answer. <laughs> so, next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? Um, so right now I am finishing up Nancy Piercy's Love Thy Body, um, because the problem is is I keep going back and like rereading chapters a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I just, I love it. It is life changing. Um, I'm, and you know, here's, here's the truth is I read a lot of books like that, but then I also read a lot of really terrible books. Mm -hmm. Like I'm about to, I'm about to start reading Jonathan Merritt's new book, um, and, um, I'm finishing up by the standard by Greg Bonson, which I've really enjoyed. And then I just read a lot of really fun, silly things. I'm a girl, so I'm into true crime. So I pick that up pretty often, but, um, yeah, so I kind of try to read like the heresy so that you don't have to, that's mm-hmm. kind of like my position. Like, okay, I'll read Rachel Held Evans and tell you about it so you can skip it. That's kind of <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> I got you. Uh, look, I, I, some, somebody appreciates that. That's for real. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Somebody. Somebody appreciates that. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Last signature bar question uh, is, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Um, so I'm always listening to Cross Politic every week. They're one of my favorites, and I never miss. Uh, just thinking um, they've been really helpful to me and sometimes like when I know I'll see that they've released an episode and I'm going to kind of be talking about something similar I'm mm-hmm. like yeah I, I want to hear where they're coming at this from like what are, right. what are they going to say over there um, that's really helpful obviously um, I've been listening I mean I don't even know if I have to listen to my dad's podcast they feel like I've kind of lived it Right. Um, but the dividing line is really great and really helpful. And then, um, 
you know, the rest of them are for fun. Like, I really like mm-hmm. investigative journalist podcasts. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's so nerdy and weird. But, like, when investigative journalists have podcasts, that is just, like, really interesting to me. Nice. Um, when people cover, like, missing persons cases and stuff like that, like, that's really interesting to me. Um, so I'm a little nerdy that way, but I do need like sometimes a break from just a lot of theology, <laughs> which is good and fun. But, um, you know, that's kind of what I do for enjoyment. Gotcha. You, okay. Anytime you feel weird about the investigative stuff, just think about this. Joe Thorne listens to Sasquatch podcast. So you're fine. <laughs> you're I'm fine. fine. I'm fine. Yeah. You're good He's to go. than me, there you so go. it's all good. You're all good. <laughs> You're all good. That's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good list, man. Shout out to Cross Politic. We, we've had all of those guys on here, and I love those guys for sure. So I yes. want to make sure I put that out there. Chocolate Knox is always stalking me, so I have to make sure I mention his name yes. at least once a month. Um, on my yeah, podcast. he for sure. He's all over social media being a total weirdo. <laughs> and I just love them. I love yeah. all of them so much. <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So, Summer, we're going to end this convo. Had so much fun with you. Appreciate you taking time to come on the show, taking a break from all the hard work at the home. It, let, I got to say <laughs> this before we go. When you started your story about how bad today was, you was like, I had a dog. Want to use the bathroom inside. And then my son, I thought you were about to say, he used the bathroom <laughs> outside. <laughs> You know, that probably wouldn't be the first time. Right, that's right. That's what happened. <laughs> right. I just knew that's what you was about to say. That's for real. <laughs> I wouldn't have even been surprised. Right, so right. That's been my day. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. So I, I'm going to give well, you the I'm floor. I'm so glad. No, I was going to tell you, I'm going to give you the floor to, uh, you know, kind of close out uh, whatever you want to talk about, announce, uh, encourage my listeners. Uh, make sure you tell them where to find you guys again. And keep in mind, I know we've been talking about this week, last week. This show probably won't drop until September. So if there's anything time sensitive, just keep okay. that in mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm I'm just really glad that we finally did this. I think it's been like a year coming. So <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. I love what you guys are doing on your network. It's really needed. It's really valuable. I'm glad that you're doing it. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear Sheologians, which um, we seriously, we reach so many different kinds of people and we really just want to encourage you wherever you're at. You can go to sheologians.com. We post all of our episodes there. I also have, like I write sometimes and so that's where you can find my blog. And then um, we we go through just listener support, just listeners who want to keep us on the air and that's through patreon.com slash sheologians. And so we do some Patreon only stuff um, like a couple of weeks ago, we did an hour-long Q&A. We also rewrote the book Feminist Baby because we thought that would be fun. Um, so we've got Patreon-only content that's really fun for the people who support us and, and allow us to keep doing this. Um, and so, yeah, I would just say if you are looking for a way to encourage the women in your life and you are tired of Amish romance novels and Beth Moore, then we've got your number. 
Awesome. Awesome. I love that. That is so awesome. Thank you again, Summer, for, for coming on. Definitely, definitely so much fun. Definitely worth the wait. I'll say that for sure. Definitely worth the wait. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> to the listeners, I'm glad man. I could make it worth the wait. Right, right, right. For sure. To the listeners, we appreciate you guys tuning in to The Bar, your favorite podcast, every Tuesday. Make sure you check out all the shows on The Bar Network. We just uh, added the show, uh, The Pastor Discussion. Don't forget Just Thinking and Bars, Biblical Reform Spitter. And we're still trying to get our our female uh, podcast up and running. Maybe I can get some of them to uh, motivate my ladies to, to get started. You bet. You bet. <laughs> Give but me their until, numbers. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> until next time, you guys, we're out of here. God bless. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there